In the third century, uh, we, Rome was in a lot of chaos uh, in terms of secular governance. Um, in fact, there's a whole study of history called the chaos of the third century, that in the 200s, Rome melted down a bit. The good news is they left the Christians alone. They were too busy off fighting other uh, each other, and Christianity began to really, really grow. Uh, during this time, they were recovering from the last persecution, and the last, what we say, great persecution, meaning huge, not, yay, great, but uh, one of the things they ran into is this, and you can imagine this is that you had many Christians who held on to their faith in Jesus and paid in their blood but you also had Christians who, when the suffering was threatened, lapsed. That's what they were called, the lapsy. Uh, and these were people who sacrificed to the foreign gods to save their lives. These were people who turned over. They had a word called tratores, from which we get the word traitors, but handed over the sacred writings rather than be killed. And as you can imagine, nobody was really happy with them. But as also you can imagine, some of them repented and landed back in the church. And in what has been a consistent Christian practice since the beginning, you had a lot of Christians who were like, no, right? You blew it. You had your shot. But also in the classic Christian tradition, you had the ones who said, there's nothing God can't forgive. When we look at Pope uh, Cornelius, when we look at Pope Cornelius and Bishop Cyprian, we have two leaders in the church who fought hard for a deeper understanding of mercy. That when people were crying out to deprive them of communion, to kick them out of the community, to not accept them back, these were two who said, "No, God forgives, or He doesn't," and we believe He does. This is important, as you can imagine, for every day and age, because we're sinners, all of us. It's what we're good at. And the moment we forget that is the moment we become harsh. The moment we forget how much we need mercy, we become merciless. And so Cornelius and Cyprian teach us with their lives, with their writing, and with their blood that the mercy is eternal. And so I invite us today, if we're the sort where we struggle with uh, harsh judgments uh, or thinking that that person might not be worthy of mercy, that's a good time for us to look in our own hearts at our own sinfulness. It's a good time for us to look at that and see if anyone would do that for, uh, some, for people they might forgive. If we're the sort who need mercy and who are wondering, will God take me back? Yes, I ask him. He will. Ask his forgiveness, receive the mercy, and push forward. That's what we do. So we thank the Lord because today the Eucharist we're going to receive is not like the one that they received. It's not an imitation of the Eucharist they received. It is the Eucharist they received. It's the Eucharist our mother received. It's the Eucharist Jesus gives. May it strengthen us to be merciful. Amen? Amen. Okay.